Hey everybody, welcome to Darisha's podcast, Elite Mastery. I created this um, series of podcasts because I felt that um, there's lots of information out there to inspire and motivate individuals like myself and people that I work with uh, throughout the year and all the speeches and talks that I do. So throughout the month and throughout the year, I'll be interviewing people who are experts in their fields and I consider them as masters. Enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I am super excited. Actually, out of all my podcasts, excuse all the people I've interviewed before, I'm most excited about this particular podcast. And uh, the lady I'm interviewing today is Anita Milovitz, correct? Milovats. Milovats. Almost. <laughs> Almost there. <laughs> um, this subject is absolutely fascinating. And in some areas of the world, it's openly talked about. In some areas of the world, that is talked about, but not so much in the open. And today I have the pleasure of having Anita here. And um, without further ado, I'd like to introduce Anita to you all. Welcome. Thank you so much, Darius. I'm really feeling honored to be here today. Thank you. It's taken me about, I think, almost two years to get you here now. So. Well, you know, slowly sometimes does win the race. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and it's meant to be, right? So it's, it's right meant. time, right place. Thank you for coming. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Um, just to introduce you and what you do to the audience, please share with us what you do, what you specialize in, and from there we'll just take it. All right. Well, I'm a central confidence expert, so I focus on helping especially women breaking free from insecurities in order to claim their powerfully feminine essence and become more confident in life. So I do this incorporating mind, body, soul, and energy through coaching, tantric healing, and dance therapy. Amazing. All three. You have to have all three to qualify. All three components because we humans are not just the mind. We are consisting, especially for women, the body is our most important part. So we have to incorporate all of those elements in order to achieve a lasting transformation. And it's mainly through dance. Dance, even if you have two left feet. Even if you have two left It's not about the looks of it. It's not an audition for a huge video performance. It's more about the feeling and allowing yourself to actually drop into your body because the body stores all the memories. Wow, amazing. So, going back a little bit yes. to your childhood, um, <laughs> you're from Croatia. We had a conversation. Also, your name was German. Obviously, I was wrong, and it's Croatian. Yes, yeah, so we, I'm actually from former Yugoslavia. Nowadays, yes. it's obviously split. So, my mom, Bosnian, my dad, Croatian, but they moved in the early 80s to Germany, and this is where we grew up. Would that make you a Muslim? No. Back then, my mom is a Catholic, Catholic. but after the war, it became very... Islamic in Bosnia. Yes. Before that, it was quite mixed between Orthodox. Catholics. Everybody got on. Everybody got yes. on, and today they do as well. Yes. But obviously, we had a phase in our civil war where that wasn't the case. Crazy. No. Crazy. Were you were you in the country during the civil war? Or? No, no, no. We we were in Germany since the early eighties, so the okay. war started. Hence the German twang. I have a lot of German twang. Yeah. <laughs> so what brought you to Dubai, and how long have you been here? My previous career, actually, so obviously I studied economics, like most people in my generation, you study, you get a decent job, and I was working as an events manager in a corporate field, and my former boss sent me to Dubai to work on a project, to set it up, to be here for four months, and then to go back. And I come out, somehow fell in love with the country, with the vibe. How long ago was it? That was 2008. Oh, okay. So a while ago. It's approximately the same time as me. I came here 2009. Yes, so, yeah. pretty much. And then you hit recession. And then I hit the recession, I was welcomed, <laughs> but it wasn't so bad for me really because that was kind of the initiator of me leaving the corporate world and starting to work on contract basis, still in events, and I kind of started enjoying the freedom that comes with it and the flexibility. 
hours suits you, contracts yes. you, suits you, people you work with that you yes. want to work with. Yeah, it's not the nine to five grind, which is awesome. I mean, not, not judging it, but yes. it wasn't for, for me you. anymore. Sure. And I just felt that's it, that's what I want to do. In events? In events at so that So when time. you decide to break, did you always have an interest in this line of work or? Yes, I was a professional dancer okay. as well. So dancing was always part of my life, but I always wanted to do something to help people. And this sounds so cliche nowadays. Everyone wants that kind of, but for me, it was more like an inner calling. Like it wouldn't leave me alone. So 2014, we went to Bali and this is when I flipped the switch, when everything changed, when I realized, no, I need to change my career. I need to do something mm -hmm. different. And then I went into doing my coaching education. So you've only been doing this five years, five and a half years? Five and a half years, yes. Wow, amazing. Yes. So um, do you mind if, I, we're gonna go a little bit more detail. One of the first questions I wanna know is, do you have a partner, a male partner? Or a female, I don't know, you have a partner. <laughs> I should actually be careful what I say now, because you're gonna criticize me. Doesn't matter if it's a male, right? So. I love women, but no, I'm not into women, very okay. different. No, I do not have a partner at the okay. moment. Do you think, uh, to me from a man's point of view, and I've seen some of your posts, mm. do you think that, and I know it's the most common question you get asked, because that's what I'm gonna face it first. Yeah. When men, speaking from a man's point of view, do you think a confident woman, and you come across as a very confident uh, woman, um, makes them feel more insecure? Or do you think a real man rises? What? What's the response from a man when they meet a really confident woman? You see, that's a very interesting question because it all depends on the perception of the man. Okay. We all perceive people and the world from our point of view. Now, if the man is naturally a lot in his masculine, in his natural masculine, and he's confident in who he is and has his shit together, so to speak, he will feel empowered by a woman like me. And he will want to know someone like that. And a strong woman behind a strong man, she will make him a king. Wow. She will. That's what a real man desires, a woman that will lift him up, that he can feel he can achieve everything. So her behavior, doesn't, her confidence doesn't make him insecure because she's totally dedicated to the man. Yes, yes. yes. But her behavior is confident, she's centered. Correct, she's centered, but mm -hmm. also she is not needy. You know, for men, women are either an asset or a liability, and perhaps you can agree on that. Yes. So either she will drag you down and want all your attention in order to feel secure, or she will be secure and be in her power and in the same time lift you up so as a man. So when people connect, they become very powerful for us. You become very powerful. It's called a power couple nowadays. Wow. Now, you know? um, a very confident woman externally attracts lots of men. Attracts right? a lot Not of Not necessarily in a relationship, but attracts lots of men. Yes. Okay. How does a, one, a confident woman decide which is the right man? And also, would a confident woman in a relationship get distracted by men who she attracts. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? <laughs> Let's go first to the first Thank question. <laughs> so um, how do I choose the right man? To be very honest, again, it goes back to the right feeling. Mm. There are a lot of men out there. Mm. And yes, we get approached a lot by all kinds of men. You can call them also often broken men, insecure men, mm. because they feel attracted to the strong energy. And how you choose that is by obviously monitoring his behavior, his actions, if they are in coherence. You know, a lot of men, they will promise you the world, they will overflow you with, con with compliments, but then when it comes to actually doing something, they're nowhere to be found. So his actions, his behavior, his energy, the way you are together, it has to match. You cannot just take one component and then say that's the man, it just has to fit. One of the things I, I, uh, I talk about and, and actually use is the interview, in an interview process. Yeah. I say, 
relationships are built in 20, 30 seconds. Yes. You can tell if you guys are going to get on or not. Yeah. Um, but often you can manipulate it by asking really good questions, showing interest, smiling, and you know. So when you meet someone or where your clients meet people, mm. what are they looking for on a date, for instance? Are they constantly analyzing the guy? Or is he just being monitored? Or <laughs> is it a natural thing? What do you teach them? Well, it depends. Are you looking for a partner or are you looking just for fun? Mm-hmm. So this is already the Why can't it be both? It can. You know, it really pisses me off when I see uh, people saying, I want a serious relationship. I'm like, why does your relationship have to be serious? Right? <laughs> true, it's true, isn't it? Why it's does true. it have to be a serious relationship? What can be, I want a fun relationship. I want a yeah. spontaneous relationship. I want it to be amazing relationship. So, yeah, but serious doesn't equal boring, doesn't equal like stressful. No, when I talk about serious, I mean a real partner. Like you are well, in a partner. I didn't say serious, I said it. I just see it in yeah. people saying, I'm looking for a serious relationship. I'm like, it's perhaps a bit of a heavy wording. Like mm-hmm. I would never go out there and say, well, I'm looking for a serious relationship. No, what I usually do, the way I do it, it's I like you very much. Let's see how it goes. Mm-hmm. This is my favorite statement. Mm-hmm. No pressure on your side, no pressure on the side you of the guy. You don't give them a time scale. No, like, I don't. You have an hour. No. <laughs> or one week. From and my experience. You know, people, and there's a book written by Dr. Bruce Lipton. It's called The Honeymoon Effect. And this may I, book. May I write it? Yes, of course. This book, he talks about. When two people meet, it's your conscious mind is meeting and your subconscious mind. So it's actually four minds meeting together in one day. Can you imagine? All these conversations going on. All of this, all of your trauma, everything you have is stored in your subconscious. Mm -hmm. Now, in the beginning, you show your best face, right? You're wearing the rose-colored glasses, we are in love. But then you smell good, you turn up on time, the car, yes. car is clean. It brings you flowers and gifts. When you go home, the socks are put away, <laughs> yes. clean underwear. Exactly. Yeah. But then, of course, after six months, approximately, this... Six months? Yes. Weeks? This, this honeymoon phase fades away. So mm-hmm. what happens is the subconscious behavior starts kicking in. Yes. You feel secure. Yes. This is when people suddenly start to say, what are these behaviors coming from? I don't know you like that. I haven't met you like that. But actually, they were all along this yeah. person. It's just they were more operating out the, of their consciousness. And the, the other person didn't see it. They chose not to see it. They were tunneled, right? They were tunneled, but also, you know, it's um, some people want to fall in love with a potential rather than with the actual person. A lot of us do that. So you really have to take all of these aspects of And then someone. they portray that potential on the face of that person that yes, they're with now. That they're with now. And then they often fail them because they can't live up to that expectation. It's, it's, it was a doomed project from the beginning. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. You have to accept the person for who they are. I know someone, I tell this person, it's a female, and I yeah. say to them, you know, like, you're very attractive, you're beautiful, but you're going to go in and out of a relationship because you're always looking for the honeymoon period. Exactly. And the freaking honeymoon period ends. It you know, does. you can have amazing sex you can have an amazing relationship but after three months you're looking for the next uh, injection of possibly unless you're really in love with life and with yourself then you can extend that period because what happens when we are in love but they're not with themselves so what happens they get bored they find reasons to terminate and then looking for the next honeymoon that can be possible if what you wanted wasn't what you really wanted in the first place so let's turn it around. Uh, I haven't even, st- I've got a list of questions. I haven't started <laughs> one yet. Um, a man meets a confident woman on a date. Mm-hmm. Okay. How should they behave? I know you can't be specific and you can't be too general. How would they behave? Like, I remember uh, I'm, I'm Iranian born and on my first mm-hmm. date in England, uh, I bought this lady a bouquet of flowers 
and, and uh, I opened the doors for her and, and she was like, you're weird. <laughs> People don't do that in England. So I was like, okay, then it's a cheap date. But, um, but I, I got educated not to do that because it was just creepy, right? But in Iran, it's what, this is what men do. And then uh, a couple of months ago, we met some Brazilians and he would pull the chair for his wife and do that. I was yeah. like, I should do that again because yeah. I hadn't done that for a while. I got coached out of it. This is, this is actually a big topic for a whole podcast itself. And I love that you address it because <clears throat> I think this is one of the negative side effects of feminism. Mm -hmm. There is a big difference between being feminine and being a feminist. And women became so independent, right? We don't need men anymore financially, emotionally. We can really pretty much do everything ourselves. But is this really what we want? Is this really our nature? Like, it's sad that men get coached out of being a gentleman. Yeah. Right, of bringing flowers, of paying on a first date, of just being themselves. Like we have demasculated men in many yes. ways. That's why men, especially when they see a confident woman, they don't know anymore what to Absolutely. do. What is right? What is wrong? Absolutely. If they do those beautiful things that you did, you get shamed for doing this. Yes. But this is actually natural. I felt so good. Yes. I felt so good buying yes. if I've seen a smile <clears throat> on their face when she saw those flowers. That can happen. That mm. can happen. You, you can. Even men, you know, we don't give men enough credit nowadays. There is so much empowerment for women, but not so much for men. For men, there is a lot when it comes to personal development and career. But when it comes for them to being in their masculine, to also allow and incorporate and integrate their emotional self, yes. then there is not much there. And, I agree. And so men... And we talk to speak to mates, speak to other men. I mean, what qualifies my friend to be, you know, what does he know about women? What does he know about relationships? Yeah, who has he been coached by since child? Exactly, but men are also natural competitors. So even if men are in a circle with, with one another and they want to speak about issues, there's always this, this thought in the back of your mind, how will they perceive me? Am I going to be called, you know, certain ways, like you're not a man, man up. These are the usual yes. terms we throw around. Yeah man up and this is a very strong word what does it even mean for each person to be like for each man to be a man what does it mean mm. just because you are vulnerable doesn't make you any less of a man just because you love somebody and want to do something for them doesn't make you less of a man that's actually your natural archetype wow. i love that yeah because i cry yes Beautiful. but i can fight battles i can fight i'm the I'm not trying to sell myself to the audience here. <laughs> no, just like, and sometimes I'm criticized being a bit soft because I can cry or get emotional. Um, yeah, and I'm proud of the way this. When I speak to other men and, they, and maybe I'm confronting them and they hide. Yes. Yes. And I was like, be a man. Come on, confront me. Argue back. Don't hide. Don't block. Don't run. Yes. Answer the question. Deal with it. And I don't know what's happened to the universe, but I, I, I really think as and man species go, there should be more men out there, right? And there are, and yeah. there are, but it requires a man to be really conscious of himself, of his own masculinity, and of his own femininity, because both men and women have masculine and feminine polarities within yes. them. So it is also beneficial for men to incorporate more their feminine essence, right. which is being vulnerable, allowing also their emotions to deal with, but in the same time, go out there, fight, do what you want to do, because it is who you are. I have 65 to 70% male audience, so my questions are male relevant. Um, what would you say would be the top five for our listeners to become alpha males, or real, secure males? What would the top five behaviors be? 
behaviors in terms of emotional behavior? Or and just you know, when you meet someone and you're thinking, okay, he knows, for instance, he knows what he wants in life. Yeah. Okay, he's focused. That's one behavior. Yeah, okay. That. Goal oriented. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A man that is confident is very, that excludes confidence. And when we talk about confidence, confidence stems from the Latin word confidere and means to trust. So in its basic he terms... trust in himself. Yes. Wow. In its basic terms, confidence is the trust in yourself. Wow. So if you lack confidence, you lack that trust. Does trust in yourself mean like, for instance, you say, I'm going to exercise every day at 7 o'clock. You just do it. You just do it, yes. Uh -huh. You don't do 7 and then 8 and then nothing and then another 7 because that doesn't show you are trusting in yourself, right? Correct. right? Correct. But also being courageous in, what, in going after what you want in life. Because courage, again, stems from the French word le coeur which is from the heart. Wow. So being courageous, trusting yourself, being courageous equals confidence. I love that. It's like those two basic pillars, right? Wow. It requires trust to go after something unknown. It requires courage to do something you've never done. And even if you fail, which is just failure doesn't it's really feedback. exist, <laughs> it's feedback, then you know you can handle a situation. You keep moving forward, you dust yourself off. So going back to your question of those five five things, I would definitely say, yeah, confidence, focus. Your words have to match your actions. This is number one. You have to be a man of your words. Like this is for me personally one of the most important things, whether it's in your private life, in your business, anywhere. Because how you are in private, usually you are in business as well. Wow. Right? Mm -hmm. Then also a man who can stand up to what he feels, who's not scared, mm. who's not scared to mm -hmm. do that and a man who has humor and takes life with ease. A lot of men I meet nowadays, there there's a lot of heaviness around them because you have so much responsibility. responsibility. It's right from as a child. As a child already. And you have to you support, know? you have to Yes, provide. you have to support, you have to provide, you have to have your shit together, and if you don't, you are perceived a certain way. It creates a lot of pressure on men, so if you, are struggling to actually have all of that, you feel like a loser. And if you express yourself, you're a pussy. Pretty right? much, so just pretty take much. It, take it. It's so much yes. um, yeah. um, suicide, isn't there, in men these days? It's increasing it's, massively. It's, more in men. it's unfortunately more in men, yeah, because exactly they have never learned to deal with these emotions, and emotions are stuck somewhere in your body, and they can create disease, literally. Yes, heart attacks, cancer. That's why so many men die yeah. from heart attacks sooner yes. as well. It's so true. I've already had one, <gasps> 11 years ago. Bless you. Yeah, yeah, I was stressed. I was um, 15 kilos lighter than I am today. I was a semi-professional squash player, and I had a heart attack in the gym. Wow. So it was stress, it was yeah. stress. So I'm blessed to be here. We are all glad you are here. And, you know, sometimes <laughs> you need to have something like that for you to appreciate life. And they say, why are you smiling? I said, because I'm breathing. Exactly. Before that, I, did, I just took it for granted. You know, I, I had stents put in my heart, and there were doing the surgery while I was watching it on television. And I thought, God, I'm not Superman. Yeah. Really, I could just see my heart this, and they were putting this balloon in there, and it was just fascinating, amazing. It's amazing, because you know, we all know life is short, we all know that, yes. but we, nobody really lives by it. And I can tell from my experience and from myself, people who have faced death, whether by you them, faced death. I did not, but my mom. Um, so when- Is she with us? No, no more. But I was there, we were there during the process, so, that's why I said that she didn't come back from. She unfortunately passed. She was sick. Okay. She was sick for two years. She had leukemia and um, suddenly just was there. Nobody really knows how leukemia um, occurs. 
they do know the biological process somehow, but not the real reasons. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I was her first donor for her first bone marrow transplant, but for the second because it came back. So during the process of her death, we were, we were allowed, and they say souls usually don't allow others to be there when they pass on. Mm -hmm. Our mom did allow us. So seeing, the, you have siblings? Yes, I have a sister, yes. So we were like all the close. She's a second donor. She's a second daughter. She's a younger one. Mm -hmm. This uh, donation, did it make your life last longer? My life or hers? Her life. Hers, yes. I saved oh. her life, actually, because it was so acute. They couldn't find a donor quick enough, and they tested a few of us in the family, but I was done with the highest percentage. So luckily, she was able to live a year longer, even longer than they expected. They gave her a life expectancy of, two, of three, four months. Wow. And it lasted a year, but then the cancer came back, and she had a second donor, which was a hundred percent donor, wow. but that didn't go, didn't go well. It, there were like just complications, and um, so going back to the process, when you feel the soul leaving the body, uh, you feel it. You don't see it physically, but I felt the air. It's like someone is blowing in my face, and we all had the same experience. Yes, and literally, <clears throat> Darius, her body was just two minutes after, like this table. So you realize that this body of ours is literally nothing more than an avatar. You really believe that, yes? You've it's, seen it, you've witnessed it. I've witnessed it. I, I speak from my own experience, and maybe people who, like doctors or others who have experienced that can agree with me. I think it's hard for people who have never experienced that. Um, but it changes everything. It changes Were you happy for her then when you felt the soul leave? So much. So much love, so much peace, so much... Um, just gratitude for her that she was my mom. So much happiness for her that she's released of the pain, that she's free, and that she can finally, you know, live without all of that. And it's incredible how powerful the soul is. I truly believe that the soul is who we are eternally, and you know, our facade changes with each lifetime. So, do you think the soul keeps coming back in different bodies? My personal belief, yes. We keep learning. We keep growing. I don't believe we are here to just pay bills and die. That would be very I sad. Hope. The only sad thing is we leave some loved ones behind, we have to start all over again. But if you mm. look from it from a soul perspective, it's a bit easier to deal with it. Mm. My spirituality, my personal one, helped me really to deal with it. I'm not saying it wasn't hard, it was very hard. Um, but it helps you to look at it from a different point of view. Wow. Yeah. And how long ago was this? She passed 2017. Wow. Recently? Yes, not so long ago. So. God bless her soul. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so she's very proud looking down on you very very proud of you so. I hope <laughs> Do you know um, being self-employed and you are self-employed you yes. don't have a company mm. it's not easy no there's ups there's downs but the way you come across you again your confidence oozes it it looks like nothing bothers you is that show um, no, how nothing, do you deal with it? nothing I do is show. I don't believe in this. I don't have time for showing. Mm -hmm. I don't have time for pretending to be someone I'm not. So I always say people either resonate with me or they don't. I wasn't born to please every single person on this planet, and nobody is. We shouldn't thrive for something like that. The reason why I am the way I am today is because after my mom's death, I started building up my coaching career. You know, and going back home, I lost all my savings at that time. I had to build myself up literally on all level. I split from my ex-fiancé. So can you imagine relationship gone, uh, mother gone, uh, money gone, everything gone. And you have to start from scratch. Yes. And you have to be on camera and pretend like your world is super good while it was crashing down. And 
you know, and I had to do a lot of inner self work, shadow work. I had to confront my own demons. Yes. And <clears throat> doing all of this has helped me to understand how powerful we are, that we can do really all of that. I mean, when people talk about the success stories, it's not just fluff. It really doesn't always take you to be on the ground to get out. You're quite private. So mine yeah. is more, you know, more open because I have yeah. a company. But yeah. as a private person, you've got to have some internal conversations going on, right? You look oh, yeah. in the mirror and you've got to say, I'm proud of you. I do that. Uh -huh. I do that. You, look, in life, you always have a choice. Are you going forward or are you going back? Where are you heading to? What do you want to achieve? What is your goal? And for me, there was it was never an option to go back. Have I, you always been driven or since three years ago you got more? I've always been driven, but I didn't have the tools. I wasn't self-aware enough. I was easy, um, not manipulated by others, but put down by others, maybe. distracted. Mm -hmm. And also, you know, growing up, my dad was a very strict Balkan man, like, you know, stop dreaming, my daughter, you have to do this and this. Up. My dreams were shut down is a lot. Is he still with us? Yes, he is, he is, he is. He's awesome, he's awesome. But he was a strict Balkan dad, so I used to grow up with a lot of restrictions, and my fantasies were too wild for him, because I never wanted what everyone else wanted in my age. I was always, like, out Outside of the, the box. Outside the box, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which he loved, but also didn't understand. And he probably thought he was just a dream, right? He, he didn't yes. think you'd follow up, you'd take action. So yeah. when he did, he was like, oh, shit. She's she like, what the it. hell yeah. is she doing? You know, yeah. like, and, yeah, I mean, it's normal because, you know, your parents have certain ideas for your children, but your children have ideas for themselves. So, yeah, it, it is a lot of work on yourself. But the more conscious you become, um, the harder lessons you even receive, it humbles you. I have become more humble than I ever was in my life through all of that. I think through this podcast, you you will definitely come across that way. Yeah. I mean, I feel it, right? Yeah. Before I was, I was quite scared. Really? Can, yeah, I was like, <laughs> she's going to walk all over me here. And make oh, look no. so, so, yeah, seriously. So, um, no, the, the Anita sitting in front of me is a really humble person, not the one I imagined that you'd come through. So, thank you so much. Thank you. So. Um, we're gonna use we're gonna use the word sex. Yes, okay? finally. <laughs> it's the most natural thing in the world, isn't it? Because yeah. the people having sex all over the world, ir irrespective of how wealthy they are, where they're born, because kids are born all the time, right? So, mm -hmm. um, why is this? I, I find because I'm in the business of money, mm -hmm. I find people get very emotional when I talk about money, and I think another one is religion, mm -hmm. and possibly I would say third one is sex, or not in that particular order, but sex would probably be very volatile and sensitive subject therefore that people are very weird about mm -hmm. which is religion religion is perhaps one you can look at it that way but it's money yes. it's sex and it's yes. death yes. Sit let's be avoid those three topics we avoid talking about death until we avoid, get older yeah but you know when you avoid talking about something you make it a secret you make it you know you imply it's something wrong with it it's not sexual energy and money energy are combined they're one that's why a lot of like really successful people they have a high, high sex drive, yes. and vice versa. It is connected. Napoleon Hill talks about um, that. Have you read the of book? Course. Of course, Think and Grow Rich. Yes, absolutely. He talks about um, focused sexual energy. Yes, right. So there's men out there who are highly sexed, but they have sex with lots of different partners. Yeah. Now that is that does that mean they're dispersing their energy? Yes. Uh -huh. Could you? Yes, I will elaborate on that. So. Obviously, as we know, everything is energy. And sexual energy takes up a third of our entire body energy. So in Taoism, they divide obviously in three parts. So one third is stored in the kidneys because it has to flush out toxins and to keep us alive. One third in our sexual energy. Why? Because it creates life. And the remaining one third are stored 
throughout our body to keep it going. Right. So one third is only sexual energy. This is so powerful. Imagine what and happens. All that for 30 seconds. But what happens to you? Joke. What happens to you through throughout climax? What happens? You are your prefrontal cortex Elevated shuts down. Yes, the part of your brain that's that's there for your logical thinking and behavior just shuts oh, down. Yeah. You're like out of control for those seconds. So this is this power. And if you direct it, like every energy, it has to be directed in order to be used properly. So people have to hold back. It's holding back, but through the breath. So for women, for example, our orgasms energize us because it goes inwards. So when we orgasm, the orgasm goes inwards and circulates around our body. For men, through ejaculation, it goes outwards, so it depletes you. Top athletes are asked not to have sexual interaction one night before their performance. Why? Because it depletes their body energy. So what you do is obviously you store it. Like so, if you, there is obviously in tantric, especially healing, and in our tantric tradition, man has to actually orgasm without ejaculation, if he doesn't want to have children. That's used usually once they already have kids, or if they don't want to have them. And that's very hard for men to do. Mm. Very hard. Mm. You know, even the holding, holding the sperm and extending the the orgasm, delaying it, can help you because a man can come within five seconds. The, the challenge is that the partner, the female partner, may think they're not satisfying the men, right? Because yes. they're not yes, ejaculating. So yes, and and the man, I'm not going from personal experience, but the man could say, actually, I'm actually enjoying the process. Yes, right. The process, the beautiful part. Yes. So trust the fact that I'm enjoying the process. I don't have to no. ejaculate. No, and as men and women, you can work with the energy with the breath work. And the more you do that, the more you connect to your partner and the more you feel each other's energy through that. And you can feel when the man is about to come, even before he feels it, literally, and vice versa. It's all energy. Energy is felt, not seen. So, and then you can work with this and prolong it and prolong it. And then when you reach the climax, it's something out of this world, number one. It's 30 times more intense. And the stillness that follows afterwards is literally like meditation. I, I went on several courses and I was told that uh, one thing I didn't think about about sex was um, boundaries. People don't talk about boundaries because the trust is important in sex, isn't it? Yes. Especially in women. They have to trust the man so they can let go. Am I correct? Absolutely. I? And then the man mustn't obviously uh, abuse that trust. Uh, <laughs> but then I never thought about setting boundaries before making love. There's, is there a difference in making love and sex? Well, in general, for men and women... So I have to be careful what I say, right? Because no, 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 no. I mean, there is a difference, but also not. So nature has a very clever way for us women in particular to combine our sexual organs with our brain. So the moment we are sexual with a partner, whether it's just a hookup or our partner, our brain releases the bonding hormone oxytocin, which makes or increases in us the feeling of attachment, of love, of wanting to be with this person. It's a natural mating strategy which makes it difficult for us to just have hookups. So it's really hard for so women. So if a woman does have hookups, does that make them like, what does that make them? Well, they either are able to control it very well because they're not ready for a partnership and that's, or they've just been broken hearted by somebody and they just want to have Revenge fun. or, or something. Or revenge. Women have different reasons why they do that and they're not necessarily But wrong. the brain has to justify it. That's the thing. The brain has to justify it. Because it's attached. Yes, because it's all attached. You have to imagine our, our nervous system controls our sexual activity and our nervous system is part, like our brain is part of it and our pelvic floor and our spine. So it's all connected. 
nothing is ever separate from one another. So that's why they say sex is is mental. It's true. Absolutely. It's absolutely true because the hormones come obviously from our brain and are transmitted, you know, through the spine into our pelvic floor, like serotonin, you know, dopamine. So maybe if um, a woman does have hookups, <laughs> maybe Excuse deep me. down inside, subconsciously they're looking for a partner, maybe? Or they're just going through a process? It can be a process personally, and I'm sure a lot of women might not agree with me. You but can't if, but if you, you can never generalize. So we are talking about certain certain aspects behaviors. here. Behaviors. I believe in general women, our nature is to bond. It's just the nature of the feminine. It is to bond, it is to be close with someone, to build a home, not just in a physical way, but in our energetical way as well. So we can do that for a while, mm -hmm. but we can't do that like men for years, only that, have multiple partners for us. There is one big difference in women dating different men, which is important to keep your emotions at bay and lean back in your feminine. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you have to sleep with all of those men. While men can do that, men can easily detach from a woman. Again, not every man. Some men yeah, also ask you, sorry, before we go to the men bit. Yes. Um, drinking, for instance. Yeah. People say, oh, I had sex with him, whatever, because I, I just loosened, I drank. Mm. Okay, that's not an excuse, is it? It's not an excuse because there's a whole process involved before you actually have sex with someone. It's not like you see someone and start banging, exactly. right? So you have to have a conversation. So there's already a brain function working where you're like, mm, thought process. Does drink like loosen up? I heard this, oh, it loosen, the drink loosens me or relaxes. It loosens because people, the, the wall drops, the resistance drops, especially when someone perhaps is not secure, doesn't feel confident enough, or just, you know, in general, is not so keen on things like that when, when they drink. They're becoming more themselves. More themselves. More themselves. Yes. That's what alcohol does. They're not does. becoming somebody else. They're becoming no. more themselves. More than themselves. That's the why they say yeah. alcohol doesn't bring out the worst in you. Brings it brings you. out the real, just like money. When they say people that are rich are evil, money is not evil. Yeah. Money just brings out who you were all I along. Said, I said that on a post. You see a post I did last week. Um, I said good people do, uh, when they get money, they do great things with it. Bad people do bad things with money. Yeah, absolutely. But if money just is. Exactly. Money isn't good or bad. It's the people that do the right. things in money. It's the same with alcohol. Alcohol just is. It's hard for us to grasp that things just are what they are. We give it meaning. It's the meaning-making process. So when we take alcohol, just any other kind of drug or ayahuasca, whatever you can take. Have you had ayahuasca? I want to do it. I'm going to have it done. I'm going to have it. When this COVID is over, I'm going to Peru. That's, I was that's, watching it on yes, Netflix last yes. night. That's what I want to do. I want to go to Peru to the shaman store. Yes. yes, yes. It was in a shaman in a tent. Yes. And the guy was going through a four-stage process. He started lighter, deeper, deeper, deeper. And it was incredible. You have to be... What I love about the shamans is that they pick. You have to have a certain level of consciousness to be able to do that. Yes. And obviously also... And they monitor you also. Yes. Through the process. And there's people there to help you and guide you just in case. It's a psychedelic. It opens up the portal to other realms. DMT. 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 DMT is yeah exactly. And so this plant extracts the DMT more than any other uh, anything in the world. Anything else? Yeah, correct. So it purifies. The it DMT. purifies. That's yeah. why you have to purify your body before that to be able to hold that energy. Yes, yes, yes. So as you can see, it's, you know we, we can only perceive consciously with our five senses one percent of what's in this world, and the rest is remain unseen, only felt. So. It's amazing um, how creative you can be. So much. <laughs> when Six. you're there, I, I mean, Dubai, I can't say anything, but it's incredible. 
incredible. And if you look at like artists, they're either smoking joints a lot or LSD or microdosing because I really see that you go to a next level and you can create things, ideas, music, dance. It's yeah. exactly, mm. exactly. You can do so many things because you just tap into that creative power. Where is creativity stored? In your sacral chakra, in your sexual energy. Sexual energy is creativity, creation. What are you birthing? Are we birthing, of course, babies? Yes, we birth mm. babies, but what are we birthing other than that? What projects, what dreams? There's so much power and people are not aware of this. Shame, isn't it? Yeah. And we're discussing men, so I apologize. Mm. I went to the way. So then there's the ejaculation of men, right? Yes. They, they're releasing. Uh, right? So, <laughs> so uh, enlighten us, please. <laughs> yes, yeah, so exactly. Good old so men. 60% of people go, yeah, go, go. What are you taking so long? <laughs> tell me, tell me. So, as I said, men, men ejaculate outward, so the energy goes outward, it depletes you. So, but also, you pick up as men, just as women, the sexual energy of your partner. You pick up. So if you are sleeping with multiple women who are low vibrational, just because they're hot, they're sexy, they're what you want, you know, it brings out the hunter instinct, but you're not mindful who she actually is, wow. then you pick up that energy. There is a saying that too many women can be a downfall of every man. Yeah. And that's like really energetically, it couldn't be more to the point than it is. Wow. It I is see very successful men who have really few women on the go. Yeah, but what kind of women are they usually? I'm not talking about... Often a, a wife and it's, yeah. you know... But they have a they wife. Carry. The wife is their backbone. Wow. The wife and, is the one. And the other women are actually soaking up negative energy. Am I correct in saying that? Because, he, am I not? Soaking right? up? No. Uh, um, what's the word? Um, attracting negativity from him, right? Or is it the other way around? Oh, he saps their energy. How does it work? Vice versa. Usually we women, because of a womb, is obviously our space holder, our our major point of our body for women is our womb. Just yes. like the black hole in the in the universe births galaxies, we birth life. So we store. We are the ones who are storing that. So it's not energy. good energy if he's married to somebody else and sleeping with you on the side. Of it's never a good energy. Mm -hmm. Simply for the reason that you are. It depends on who you are. If you're okay to be number two for someone, go for it. And just be economics. It's economics, you know, if, you like, if you're with him because he gives you certain benefits, knock yourself but out. But it's not totally fulfilling. But it's never fulfilling. Mm. I mean, who wants to be number two, number three, number four? Don't you want to be number one for somebody? And I'm not judging, this is not a judgment no, to anyone. Everyone is free to do whatever they want. But we have to also, you know, be conscious about the energy, what we are doing, what we are giving out, and what we are receiving. And you have to imagine it as a spiritual gangbang, all right? So because if you are sleeping with someone, and this person holds the energy of their other partner. This partner holds the energy of their partners, and so on and so forth we go. I mean, it's crazy. How much energy do we hold? I would lie if I would know the answer for that. But you will feel it. You will feel the energy if it's negative. You will be depleted. You will feel low. You will feel sad, tired, depressed. You will not be uplifted. You can feel it. So if you're with somebody, someone is either your anchor or your angel. So if someone holds you down, if once they leave, you feel drained, you just don't feel good, and it takes you days to lift yourself up, you know this person is an anchor because their energy doesn't lift you up. But if it's the opposite, then you know you're with someone who holds good energy, whether it's for one night or three months or a real life partner, it doesn't matter. If it makes you feel good, if your spirits mm. are lifted, then it's a good, compatible energy So when you meet um, you. your life partner, it's a 
woman or a man that you want to be sexually active with most of the time, right? You don't want to be sexually active and then one week nothing and another. Am I right? Or that physical act isn't everything? It is not everything, but for me personally, and I must say again, for me, sex is very important. And there's usually a saying when the sex leaves the house, the relationship is over. Sex is the last thing that goes. And in sex, you can see if the couple has relationship problems or not. And I know a lot of women, and I'm not sure if they're really honest to themselves, or maybe they don't need it because we all have a different level of sexual energy. Some don't need much, whereas others need a lot. That's why we have nymphomaniacs and stuff like that, right? But it's also an addiction, which is another conversation to be had. But This is part one, by the way. <laughs> I'm enjoying this. <laughs> yes, yeah, so... Um, Normally well, you'll charge me for this lesson, so yes, I'm getting it for free. So yes, but obviously they are, they are more in-depth and very personal. Yes. We, are, we are talking here about you know, general course. components and people will have different opinions on that, right? But I'm always talking about my professional with my clients and from myself. And this sexual energy, whether you want to be a lot intimate with your partner or not, it's up to you too, but you have to find someone who is sexually compatible with you. Mm -hmm. Meaning if you have as a woman a very low sex drive and a man has a very high one, it's never going to work. He will cheat if you can't meet his expectations and vice versa. And women, because we are so created to bond, to be with someone, even if we have a high sex drive, we can easily pretend that it's not so important if the man has a lower one, that it's okay, it's sex is not so important, it's more important they how we are. They compromise, they compromise. but what are you really doing? Like, is it what really do they what do? you want? What do they do? They love the man, but become performed. They don't, what they really do is hold on to something and they just exchange their priorities. They just settle. They just, it's a lot of time settling. I mean, it's, for me personally, it's settle. And yes, sex fluctuates. You can't say you will have every week for 20 years, you know, everyday sex. No, sometimes you have more, sometimes you have less. And of course there's life, things happening. You're not always in the mood. These are normal things. But if you in general want someone who, who has your sex drive and he doesn't, for him sex is not important. Mm -hmm. If you don't struggle with that and if you're really honest with yourself, you're okay. But if you're lying to yourself and you know when you are, you gotta ask yourself some really serious questions and not settle for less. See, the problem is that people will actually say, well, sex is not that important. You know, they, they start talking themselves out of it, right? They talk about, well, you know, home, we got a home, we got this, we got kids, we got that, we got that. and they make excuses to stay, remain, and be unfulfilled. Well, we are not monks. So if someone says sex is not so important, okay, try to remove sexual energy out of your life. You're not removing the act, you're removing your creativity, you're removing your potential for manifestation, you're removing creation, your ability to create in life. All of this is sexual energy, it's not just the act, the physical so act. So how does a man control, let's say you have lots of um, highly sex men listening and watching, and yeah. they, they, you know, how much sex is good and how much isn't, how can they... Uh, divert that energy into the work and because I know acquaintances who go for happy massages or they, you know they pay per hour or something like this and I, I think it's just what are you saying to the universe I, that's my thought I mean what are you saying to the universe that I'm not good enough so I have to exchange finances for this service so I, I, I'm not knocking it I'm not knocking it <laughs> it's just that I don't do it because I think that's just um, belittling me subconsciously if that, if that makes sense well, it's one of the oldest profession in this world. Yeah. I mean, let's not lie, it has been around forever. And I think in some cases, it's needed. it's needed. It has decreased 
rape scenarios to a huge extent in many cultures, yes. and there is nothing wrong well, with that. What do women think about the men? Though? They think, oh, you know, if I was, if I was in that profession as a woman, I'd be like, I have very, I won't have high regards for men. You see, I have actually met someone who works, and I was really curious, because I don't judge these women as yeah, opposed to no, many no other judgment. women. But a lot of women judge those women. I don't. They have a background, they have a history, they have a reason why they do what they do. Yeah. And they say for them it's really just a job. They are able, what sure. usually men do is to switch off. They're just able to shut down. Wow. And they say they have all kinds of men coming. They have happy married men who just want to change the sauce that they usually always use with their spaghetti or whatever. They have very successful men who have such a high sex drive, they just need to release it. And they have men who can't find anybody, who are not lucky in the dating scene, maybe because of certain attitudes, of looks, you know, there are different reasons. Sure. And they can't find a woman, so they go there. And there's some men who just want to talk. And some men just, just want, want to talk. talk. Actually, sex doesn't happen in that hour. Yes, some men just want to talk, true. So, but when I hear you, that, it breaks my heart, it really does. Yeah, it, uh, it's just what I'm saying, men need love just as much as women do. They need the love, and I don't want to hear anyone saying the opposite, because it's not possible. And when men have a very high sex drive, you can control it by focusing on the energy. You know, you can breathe into that, into that feeling of arousal, into your libido, which is very strong, obviously. And you can use that, pull it up with your breath, mm -hmm. your spine, and exhale it circulating around your body. Wow, because and it's too easy to just... It's easy to deplete to release, it, yeah. to release. It's not use this energy. And let it surround you literally like a bubble. And wow. you will feel it, like it will take up your body. We will have goosebumps everywhere. And then don't just go out there, release it, either sexually, do sports, but use it for creation, create. Wow. Whatever it means for you to create. Even when you do sports, it's a form of release. It is. And you need that Exhalation release. of energy. Yeah. yeah. And you need that release sometimes, but more so practice. This is a practice. So one is you awareness. You've got to be aware of the way you're feeling. Yes. The energy within you. Yes. And then two is that you've got to practice so it becomes permanent. Of course. It's right. like a muscle. You, you don't go to the gym once a year and you expect to be super fit. You go regularly. And that's the same thing with sexual energy. You have to understand its power beyond of what you think and know it is. Yes. And you have to understand your own sexual power, your drive. Mm. Honestly, I think you'd be a billionaire coaching men. Honestly, that's exactly what I said to my friend the other day. I swear. I if, we, I, if we position you right, yeah. it comes across the right way. If we position you, you will be packed. Yeah. And also couples. I am actually couples. looking into that seriously, into couples and into If men. I can help you on the business side, I'm more than happy to do so. Because I think we, we can help a lot of people out there. Because there's some unsaid communication out there. Unsaid communications, blocked emotions, frustration, and you see people that are full of love, even for one another, not being able to express it and carrying resentment and anger. And things are not complicated, Darius. You know, we have this perception that life is hard, life is difficult, relationships are complicated. Freaking hell, why is it complicated? Can should, it not just it flow be, it can easy. be easy. It's so, for our mind to grasp that things are easy, hell no. I think because mm -hmm. we've been told that if it's easy, it's just not worth valued, yeah. right? You yeah. have to work to get something in life. Yeah. So we ju even justify, we got this, but you know, I had to work really hard to get this, but actually really, it came easily to you because you, you were at your best, right? You, you were, were in synergy. 
yes. with your uh, thoughts and action. Yeah, because again, it's a perception whether something is difficult and easy. It's again, you are giving it the name, the title. Things just are. Can you, it, you know? it, it leads to the men think, was I good enough? Right? So men yeah. often think to their woman, was I good enough? True? That's a question men often ask. Was, was I good? Was, how, how do you rate me? How do you, true? But how honest are women really? Oh. You know, women. Do, do women remember or are they in that moment? Like, for instance, um, I, I've been in a relationship with someone who dated the captain of the rugby team, mm -hmm. right? And right from the beginning, I was thinking, hmm, you know, <laughs> this size, this, you know, he's healthier, he's fitter. So it, it didn't get to the right start. Do women judge you that way or no? Do they remember the captain of the rugby team? They do. Oh, yes, they oh, do. I am I was honest. Hoping you said. I am honest. I'm not going to lie. I'm not sugarcoating things. Women are and can be. We are mean. Like when we are in our women's circle, you don't want to hear those conversations. Yeah. And I'm being real as hell here. But. We are struggling to be honest with the man. And I'm not talking about bashing the guy in front of us. This is never about bashing because this is mean. You want to hurt their feelings. You don't, you want to be, but you know also when you bash someone, what does this person do? It shut, the person shuts mm -hmm. down to protect mm -hmm. themselves and it moves into so the reaction. So women lies, mode. you were amazing. You were the best. Women lie, women pretend they're orgasming. This is definitely a fact. They cool. pretend sometimes they don't want to have sex, they do it to please their partner. I don't know what you're talking about, but I know what you're talking about. I am just being really honest. I have honest. no idea. I've never experienced that. I'm just joking. Yeah, just but joking. you know, I, I, I Probably a lot of times have been pretend. Yeah, well, I'm sure you were. I mean, I don't think that there is a man who has not been pretended to. I'm sure. And women are really good at it. And, you know, as opposed to a guy, women, men cannot Can't pretend. tell. Right. Whether, if they're really experienced, they can. Because mm. women's vaginal muscles start contracting yes. in a certain way when she And comes. the lubrication, the... the yes. The, so, uh, like a man who is really in tune with the woman yes. and with her body, he knows. How many really are? How many men? That's an amazing thing. Uh, again, I've got to be so careful. I don't bring my own experiences <laughs> on. But to be in tune is a good thing, isn't it, right? Because when, um, there are times that I'm with my partner and um, I say, uh, maybe she wants to, and I say, but the feeling isn't right. I feel that you're not there. Yeah. And I'd rather not. Yes. That's a good thing, right? That's an awesome thing to do. Yes. Because you are not always, as I said, in the mood. You are yeah. not always I'm there. I'm a feeling person. I can feel if the energy is connected or not. Yes. And all people have disabilities. Just very few know how to tap into it. You know, they just disregard it. I, I um, one of the courses I went to, this is three ways that we make love. One is um, just to get to sleep, just exert and go to sleep. Two is to uh, connect. And three is to fantasize. Mm -hmm. Now, mm -hmm. one thing I realize is that if you talk about it or meditate before, you can fantasize together. The problem is that if one is once in need of connection, the other one's in need of fantasy, the other one wants to go to bed, the other one wants to fantasize, they're, they're missing each other. And also when they fantasize, they don't fantasize together on the same thing. Am I correct? Yes. You fantasize together, you exchange, you can even masturbate together. Uh -huh. So you're building up, you know, that momentum. Mm -hmm. You can tell each other's fantasies. Fantasies are what I call... In a safe place. They're a safe place, but they are very dark. Mm -hmm. If people would be really honest with their dark sexual fantasies, it would go all over the place. 
because it's a fantasy. Yes. It's not considered. But it doesn't necessarily have because it's in that four walls, right? You can yes. do anything, you say can, anything, yeah, and yeah. it's the safe zone of yeah. It's a safe zone of you and your partner. Yeah. Whatever feels good and safe for the both of you, do it. And it's so much fun. It's so much fun to be playful, to to just you know explore everything that is there yeah. within your body, within the partner's body, wow. you know and please someone just not physically but on all levels please i was uh, like that and one of my partners was calling me like you pervert you're a pervert <sighs> i was like no it's just the safety of our room you know it's, it's okay uh so good i'm talking to you i think i'm normal right you I'm are <laughs> very normal you're not a pervert i mean what is a pervert you know that depends also on the woman and what she sees sex as again sexual compatibility this is why it's so important it's not the only thing, don't get me wrong, it's but important it's, it's important. You can't neglect it. You know, it. I think you have to have that. So when you hold that partner's hand, that, that connection is so powerful because you have that sexual energy, right? Yes. It's not just holding hands. Yes. It's connecting beings. Can you be with someone, let's be honest, if you don't have that chemistry, that sexual chemistry, unless that, not that desire? Unless you compromise. Too and many people compromise. They compromise, exactly. But then they go left and right to get what they actually want. Yes. So, and, and, we are just, get it. and we are just hiding it in society, yeah. you know. So, and this how is do you meet thing. people who are in the same wavelength, those same similar? Because I worry about my children. I really do. I have mm. four, oh. uh, from six to twenty-seven, and I worry about them. And I think, are they going to meet the right partners who understands them? Thank God they're together as kids. They don't have major issues, and we all have issues, but they're not major ones. And I think, God, I hope they're not going to meet people with issues that I met, who. You know, who hurt me, who upset me. Oh, is that part of the process? How can they find people who, you know, like the aerial? I can tell you if I see a customer, he's going to be a good client or not. Yeah. But the way they speak about money or the past experiences with other suppliers, I said, I want the, or the punctuality. Does that make sense? Yes. How do you do that in, in a relationship when you meet someone? Well, because often people see what they want to see, right? It, it takes a few boxes, right? Let's get on with it and then yes. realize it's not. Well, true. first of you have to know what you want. What do you want in a partner? That's number one. Write it down. Yes. Write down what is important for you in a partner. How do you want to feel with this person? It's more sort of feeling. Mm -hmm. Forget the looks. Just mm -hmm. keep the looks on the side because the partner can show up in many different ways. You know, what do you really want in a man or in a woman? How should this person make you feel? Yeah. What are the values that are crucial for you that they should also reflect? Values like honesty, trust, you know, going towards the same direction, like where are we going in life? If one person wants to go to B, but you want to go to A, it's not going to work in the long run. Yes. And women can feel it, right? We feel uh, it. Yeah. Yes, we feel it. Men, men not necessarily feel it. I think they do too. I honestly, I think we don't give men enough credit for that. Men have a very good intuition when it comes to women. You know, men can look at a woman and they put her straight away in three categories. And maybe you can confirm or, or not. She's either just a friend because there is no sexual chemistry. There is nothing like that. She's someone that they would just hook up with, but not a potential partner. The third one, though, is someone they would also like to hook up with, but they could see her also as a partner. Mm -hmm. You see, in both, in both there is sex involved. But one has a potential for a wifey, if you want to call it, or partner. The other one is just for the sexual part, which can maybe later turn as well to a partner. But mostly these are the three categories when they look at a woman. And the woman shouldn't get upset. Well, that's mm -hmm. the way the men are, right? Because women get like, well, you have sex with me. Uh, yes, but that's just a natural process. But that's the thing, you know, it's, it's again so funny. Men don't want gold diggers, yet they use their money to attract women. Yeah. 
women don't like to be just classified, you know, for their looks, yet they dress in a way to attract men as yeah. well. So what are you doing? Of course we want this recognition. For women, for us, beauty in our body is who we are, not just older. You're fit and you're healthy. Have yes. you ever been with a fat guy? Never. Because he doesn't have the same values of health yes. and well-being as you do. For me, Not health, because it's aesthetically. No. Oh. It's, it's, as you say, it's, it's the value. Because for me, health is a sign, or fitness is a sign of someone like working towards something. Mm. You know, being active, having goals, going for it, not being lazy. For me, someone who's chubby signifies laziness. Lack of discipline. Lack of discipline. Mm. And that's something I can't deal with. So for me personally, I'm not. Uh, if it's yeah, all okay. Saying, yes. I don't. I don't, want, I don't want your people values to say, are here. Yeah. <laughs> other you synergy with my values. Yeah. So exactly. You know, people could be other things. So they could I be other things. It's not about having. Yeah, but then if you are regular in the gym, you're exercising all the time. You want somebody who has the same values as you and the same discipline as you. So exactly. It doesn't have to have a six pack. I'm not talking Correct. about a Rambo here, Correct. right? Yes. Or an Arnold. I'm talking about someone who has these traits that are important for me. Now, of course, there's also a balance, right? If you're someone who's more of a dreamer, more of a creative, you also want a man who's more practical, down to earth, because it complements one another. But the values have to be aligned. If they are not, sooner or later, it's going to crash. Wow, um, amazing. And how do women look at men? Men look at women three ways. How do women look at men? Well, women look at men, of course, similar ways, I have to be honest. We look at men also as a sexual potential. Like we envision them how they are in bed, how they could be. Really? Oh we look God. at their hands because we want a man that can carry us. We look at their lips because we want a man that we are able to kiss. We look at their eyes, right? And at their whole statue. But women can scan without the man even knowing, right? We scan almost as fast as men scan. You know, men... You know, we, we are stupid. We go... Well, men are very, very physical, very physical. We get you know? caught every time. Yes, but for us, it's the energy of a man, the way uh -huh. he carries himself, mm -hmm. the way he holds himself, and the way he, his energy goes out when he enters a room. Wow. That's the, it's the manners, it's the energetic manners. It's like seconds, seconds that we can see a man whether we like him or not, wow. just physically speaking now. Can a man fake it? Fake what? All that. Like walking, but you know, like, I'm, I'm going to go in this party, I'm going to pick a girl, so I'm going to act like this, I'm going to be like this, and they're going to get attracted to my energy. If they came to your course, and you went, right, you have to, nine out of this, you can have most of the girls in the party. To be honest, with a woman like me, a man can't fake it, but because I'm very conscious, oh, and I'm very observant, I'm not a reactor, I'm a responder, and I'm You a see girl. the cracks. I see through, uh -huh. I see through a person. I don't see, like, your face, your body, I see your energy. Uh -huh. And I see your entire like it's just it's seconds. I can I can sense if someone is authentically being who they're they are, even if they're really good actors, or if they're just if there's something inside of them that is not right. But if you are a woman that is not conscious, that doesn't observe things like that, mm -hmm. yes, you can fall for that trap. Yes. Even vice versa. That's know? another thing. Is like is another thing conditioning <clears throat> when the woman falls for that trap. It could be that she could have great sex with a guy, okay? She falls for the trap if she's been misled, right? Society says that men are taking advantage of women, true? But it's not necessarily that way because women enjoy it too if it's, you know, it's invited, if it's allowed. Uh, am I correct? You are correct. And what is being misled? You know, when you say someone is being misled, often puts you into a victim position. Mm. I have been Which misled. Which you said, I have become a victim at the beginning of our interview, before our interview. Yes. That's not an attractive 
thing in a man. It's not, it's, it's not an attractive thing, but it's also why do you see yourself as a victim? Why? Why do you want to be even a victim? Don't you think you have the power within yourself to change things, to see things? And maybe if you were misled, maybe it can happen. It can happen to everyone. You can get out of it. You get out. It's okay. You know, I fell for it. It was attractive for me in this moment. I enjoyed it. It's all right. Nothing. It's okay. You know, and you move on. That makes you feel powerful. That's that's the power. That's that's the that's knowing who you are and dealing with things and even you know like just accepting things as they are without judging them constantly. Amazing. You'll be in a happier place. You will be in a so much more relaxed place because you know that who you are and your power, your feeling good and well being is not depending on someone else's actions, non actions and behavior. Does size matter? You want the truth? Yes, it is, isn't it? Yes. It does matter. Yes. Do women secretly say it does? Yes. yes. Huge is not good, is it? Too no, huge? No, no. I mean, it depends. Again, every woman is built, is built differently. Yeah, you're going, oh my God, I've never had an interview like this. <laughs> well, you are learning a lot here. Take notes. Yeah. <laughs> no, but to be, to be, truth to be spoken, every woman is built differently. So for some women, a big size is awesome. For others, it's painful. They don't enjoy it. They want a small one. Does yeah. it matter what the man does with it? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, it does you can have the biggest one. If you don't know what you're doing down there, I mean, it's just going to be... And again, there's no courses for them. No. Just porn. But again, Which because... Which is the worst thing you could do. Everyone is different. And you know, women, we have all those nerve strengths in our pelvis that go again from our brain spine down to the pelvis. So those nerve strengths are concentrated in different areas differently. That's why some women can easily orgasm through, you know, vaginal. Clitoris. Yes, yes, others yes. more through the cervix. Yes. Others anal, you know? So yes. some don't feel anything in other areas, while others, you know, they go crazy there. And that depends on your nerve strengths, not necessarily your preference. Do you develop you your nerve strengths in different areas? Mm, it's more biological. You can train them through Yoni X. Mm -hmm. So that's why I use and I always recommend for every woman to use Yoni X because it's just for female health, it should be one of your best friends. And it can synthesize your nerve strengths. You you feel you just feel different. Like uni eggs. It's called uni eggs. eggs. Yes, and I'm actually going. I'm currently working on my website, so I'm going to have uni eggs for sale as well. I want to. I want to bring them to each. Can and every you bring them in this country? Um, you can order them. That's a facial massage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can tooth, order them. Toothpick, toothbrushes. No, luckily, <laughs> I've luckily, seen them in you their can. Virgin. <laughs> you can. But they have also those um, kegels, so it's mm -hmm. it's also promoting for women after delivery, mm -hmm, after mm -hmm. birth, you know, because it's really good for your health. It closes the parts, yes. you know, sooner, yes. and it allows you to actually feel again, feel arousal down there more. So again, size matters, but it won't matter for every woman because. Just big, it's not going to work for everyone. And of course you said it's always energy. Always energy, connecting, always. pace, timing, everything. Everything. So there's no right time. Some people want quicker, some people long, but it's connecting and knowing which your, what your partner is. It's communication, trust, confidence, and surrender. Sex is about surrender. Wow. Not, being, not being in your head, drop into your body, stop thinking, you know? Stop thinking, surrender to the process, just allow, allow things. Create a safe environment and allow. All about safe environment, especially for women. What are the most um, common questions people ask you as clients? Uh, women. Women. Women, the biggest question they ask me is how can I trust myself more? Very surprisingly. 
a lot of women really don't. We are so societal conditioned. That comes like, like believing themselves. Is that what you mean? It's believing in yourself, but also having you know the trust to go for what you want in life. This is one of the traits I love in men. Man, they see something, they go for it. They're go getters, and I admire this. We women hold ourselves back a lot. You can still be a woman and be a go getter. Yes, you can be both, but you can do your goal getting differently. Different. We do it different than men, right? It's more leaning back and doing what you have to do. Of course, it's not falling on your lap just like that. Yes. But it's the energy you, you exude while doing this is different. Yeah. Then orgasms, sexually being, like really allowing yourself to be open, to experience this inner Shakti, um, to have the best So people come and say like, for instance, I constantly pretend with my husband. Yes, women's, one of women's deepest desires, and I'm really talking out about toolbox here, is to be everything for their men, to be the best woman they ever had, so he doesn't have to go anywhere else. Gets he, that's that's a one big yeah, subconscious fear of women because obviously there's a lot of beautiful women out there. And how do you make yourself unique when you see when you especially when you grow older? And this is one of my biggest parts in my job is the, removing this competitive. Yeah. Also, attitude. men don't. Well, I think real men don't look at it like that. As women get older, and as a connection, this the, it, it strengthens yes, the bond yes. to me. It strengthens, of course, yeah, and you can't the other way, because it's not by looks. I, I, you know, again, you can be with the nicest, most attractive women, and after once, you don't want to go back. You know, there is a saying, show me the most beautiful woman in the world, and I'll show you a man who's tired of fucking her. And that is real shit. That is real talk. Now, we are not going to say that looks are not important. We do. That's the first thing we see. I'm not going to lie, right? But it's not everything. And we need to, again, honor the natural process of aging. Just because we're getting older, we no, don't have to look beautiful. that way. Unless you're 85, then you know, and I you've got no teeth left. You can preserve your looks and your youth yeah, as And your much. implants are the only things that stand out. Yeah, and we all like to look young. Nobody likes to look old, let's yeah. be honest. And it's, there, there are things go to plastic surgery, there are so many yes. things you can do, but, yes. you know, but still do it with grace. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say, you don't lose your identity. And uh, again, too many people who don't look real anymore. They look like clones. Yeah. I personally, when I see those women who have too much done, they yes. all look the same. I find it sad. It's uh, yeah. It depends. If you if you do it because it really makes you feel good, really and you like it, even again, clap. I'm clapping for you. But if you do it because of pressure, because you want to look a certain way that naturally you don't, again, what's really going on inside mm -hmm. of you? You know, because we women are so beautiful creatures. I mean, honestly, I work with women all the time, and, I, and whether it's through dancing or through tantric healing or coaching, they're so beautiful. Their bodies, their skin, their smell, their sensitivity. And I'm a woman, and I'm really sometimes I'm amazed, and I can yeah, only imagine how men yeah. perceive us, right? And we have to go back into this power again of, damn, we are so special. And every woman is unique. No, not one woman is the same. But it takes time to take away all those layers that have been built over years. These layers. I went yes. on a Tony Robbins course in, in Bahamas, and there was 2,000 women there. And every five minutes, or every couple of minutes, we had to vote half out. Okay, and men were the only ones voting. And it got to the last, it was beautiful models there and stuff. Like that. And it got to the last 10, and there was like eight and nine really attractive. It was a woman who was eight and a half months pregnant. Wow. Okay, and they're all dancing. And she got voted the sexiest woman. Yeah. All the men found, and all the models, miniskirts doing this, doing that, all the men found the eight and a half month pregnant woman the most sexiest. Do you know why? She was most feminine. 
Exactly. She was happy being a woman. Yes, exactly. Thank you very much. That's the answer. She was happy being a woman. Yeah. She was happy. She was in her essence. Because that's what it means to be really feminine. And I believe every woman who's ever been pregnant, unless they obviously had a difficult pregnancy, in general, this is the feeling. Have you had children? Have you had children? Unfortunately, no. I do hope to have them one day. I do want to really experience that, and I would love to be a mom, at least to one child. But um, when you see beautiful women, they radiate something different. They are like in it, and that's why men, men are attracted to this feminine essence. Yeah, amazing. You know, that's. It didn't have anything to do with their figure no, or anything else. Yeah. No, no, it doesn't. You, whether you have small breasts or big breasts, whether you have big lips or small, it's who cares? It's Where's your energy. energy. People are attracted to energy, and men are attracted to feminine women. And honestly, the way she was dancing, she wasn't trying to impress anyone. Yeah. She was just happy being. Yeah. Even wow. now, ten years later, I remember it was amazing. Wow, it's so beautiful. Also, I remember there was another e exercise that he did. There was um, a man on stage. Oh, they did the same with the men. Boop, 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 boop. And it was like ten men, muscle, good-looking bodybuilders, and the women chose the one who was the no most normal-looking. Mm -hmm. And he, they said because he, we could trust him, he had a nice smile. We could trust him, he had a nice smile. Yeah, that was it. And he wasn't great looking, great body, nothing. And do you know why that is? Safe. Safety is one thing, but also a man doesn't need to be handsome. A man needs to be for us a man, whatever it means for each woman respectively. And women more than men, we subconsciously from a very young age always live wow. in, with, with this awareness that we can be attacked physically because women are more prone to be physically attacked than men yes, yes. so we will rarely go in the nights in certain cities you know into a corner if there yes. is nobody it's just this constant awareness of protecting ourselves like fear of fire or heights yes it's within women it's within women that's why safety whether we are aware of it or not consciously is our number one even with men we always seek for a man that we can trust that makes us feel safe and protected goes again back to archetypes i don't care if we're in the 21st century or not this is our natural instinct. It cannot be taken away. Wow. Amazing. I got all emotional then. Oh. I did not have to cut. I go, mm. <laughs> okay. Uh, moving on. Uh, do you know how long we've been? Like three hours? And I don't even know how long we've been. How long we've been? One hour. Amazing. I'm wow. loving this. So, and the good thing is RTA told me I don't have to pay for my parking <laughs> so we can stay a bit longer. Um, one thing I remember was interesting. This man, uh, Tony said, choose somebody in the audience. And... Uh, he chose someone and she stood up and says like um, communicate there through your eyes and they were looking there was a camera on her camera on him was, um, uh, they're on the wall and there was no connection then he whispered something easier and suddenly she went mm -hmm. and the whole audience I was like my god what happened what happened because he didn't communicate anything to the, to the woman that couldn't even hear it. do you know what he said he said, tell her through your eyes that I'm going to have the best sex that you've never had with you. And I'm going to make you feel totally satisfied and really believe it. And his, the way he looked at her changed. It's and called, she felt it. It's called soul gazing. I do this a lot in my workshops. It's beyond powerful. That's what I was talking about. Soul gazing. Soul gazing. It's very, it's very popular practice. Um, that's what I was talking about, that these bodies are avatars, yes. right? Soul, yes. The soul is that. And genetically, we have all, in general, or not genetically, spiritually, we have the ability to be telepathically communicating mm -hmm. with others. So soul gazing is, without communication, just 
looking into each other's eyes. Yes. Shutting down the mind and just allowing. I had people crying suddenly while sitting in front of someone because yes. they could feel their pain. Um, they could feel their sadness. Uh, or gratitude. Or, or gratitude. Yes. Or love. love or yes, or yes, they yes, get yes. a compliment and they yes, started yes. suddenly blushing, you yes. know? So it is so powerful. And if you can do that in your life, in, with your, within your partner, with your partner before sex even, I mean, just try it. Like yeah, it's freaking discipline, isn't it? You've got to find the time for some us time, right? So set the time for that connection. Set the time for that meditation. Set the time for that communication. Set the environment, right? And then, then you have the best experience ever. The, I mean, it's okay to sometimes just meet at home and just bang. Yeah, and, on you the know, kitchen. That's, that's, that's okay. Yeah, that ticks one box, right? It's, it's but, also sometimes fun yes, to just do that. It yes. doesn't need to be a constantly like a ritual you make yes, out yes, of yes. it. But that's the real, where, where the real cookie is, you know? Where the the main real, course. Yes, the main course, yes. Yeah. And it always helps to be away from home. That too. A little bit of distance helps as yeah, well sometimes. People to be apart, so but then also when you're together, be somewhere else. Yes. New environment, uh, I mean, for me, for example, Bali is incredible. Uh, it's just so much feminine energy that runs there. Women feel very connected to their sexuality when they're there. Do you hold group courses? I used to before Corona, because for COVID, I was doing workshops, and I was actually planning to do one in Bali this year which didn't happen because of Corona. Mm -hmm. Now I'm planning actually to do one in Croatia in the summer, but again, nobody knows what's going to happen. So, so at the moment you're doing one-to-one? One-to-one, yes. Zoom one -to -one. or face-to-face? Both, oh. both, yeah. Would you like to do this again? Yes. I have, isn't it freaking amazing, yes? It's not my favorite subject, but um, <laughs> <laughs> we shall continue this, Anita. Um, amazing, so please tell us, uh, female audiences at the moment. We're going to talk about maybe um, doing male courses or couples later on, but right now you have female courses, mm -hmm. uh, women's courses. Yeah. They're watching now and they want to connect with you. What most women are going through right now, it was orgasm, it was um, uh, fulfillment, um, confidence, trust within themselves, and what was the third? I apologize, I stopped you. The third one was um being again actually in their power, getting out of the man mode. I have a lot of women who are divorced who are single moms. They have responsibilities. They, ha they have to be the man in the world. Fear, yes. Yes, and yeah. they just, they are depleted. They are exhausted. They are, they just want to feel again like a woman, like in all possible lives. I have a woman, she's a surgeon as well, in, uh, and she works in oncology. Um, at the same time, she's a single mom. She says, I don't even know anymore what it feels to be a woman. What does it feel even to have sex, to have an organ? I don't know anything. So I have these cases a lot of women who are in unhappy marriages who want to again break free because when you are in a marriage that's falling apart, you don't feel desired. Yeah. You don't feel any more wanted by this man. And you associate maybe negativity. Yes, yes. So it's okay. a lot of women, women, you know, it's again the time and I can feel it where women want to go back into really who they are without this constant sense of competition with other women, without the constant pressure of work, without running around like headless chicken. Women want to connect more. And also, I guess most people don't, we're talking about people over 30, who don't want to go out every night on the hunt, and be, you know, they just want quality in their lives. And I love to talk about dating sites and things with you. I know that I'm tempted, but I'm going to leave something for the audience, because lots of people are going on dating sites and they're choosing yes. relationships based on few text messages, emails, and I don't think it's fantastic, but that, we can talk about it next time. <laughs> I think it's a shame that the old-fashioned way of 
going out meeting people and see that if that attractiveness is there, that connection is there, is is no longer uh, so popular now. It isn't because uh, you know I mean. So swipe to the left, swipe to the right. But the swipe to the left, swipe to the right was based on on the principle of our human mating strategy that we you know select someone within the first three seconds. Can you do that from a photograph? Because. People it's come and say, oh, the photograph was nothing yeah, like the person. No, I mean, I'm not an online dating fan, never have been. It's, it, I mean, I, of course, I tried it as well, you know, but for me, my real partnerships, my long relationships were always people I met in person because exactly. I need to see them. I need exactly. to see how they do, use their hands when exactly. they talk, exactly. you know, how their voices. For mm -hmm. me, going on a blind date, so to speak, just seeing pictures, it works for some people. But you know but what for I hate? Not, if I'm doing interviews, I'm let's say seven or eight interviews in a day, yeah. By the afternoon, I've forgotten the first person I interviewed. So what you find out, the pattern is that most people hire the last people they see. Yes. So if you're on a dating site, you go choice, 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 choice. You just go Monday, Tuesday, this. What chance has the Monday guy got? Because when your Monday girl is sitting and she's thinking, oh, tomorrow I've got Steve and I've got James and I've got John and Fred. The guy in front hasn't got a chance because she's already thinking about Monday, Tuesday. Am I making sense? But you know why? Because our brain doesn't like too many choices. It's called the paradox of choice. We can't comprehend having too many of them. That's why we right. need to limit it. It's the same like go to a grocery store, try to buy yourself a shampoo. How many different brands and shampoos are there? Yes, you might try five, six, seven, eight of them just you know, because you're curious, you like yes. to try new things, yes. but you will always stick to the one that you like the best. And it's similar in dating. You, it's nothing wrong with going out there and exploring, but also I believe a lot of people have started using this to cover up their emotional issues. Mm -hmm. You know, to have easy and quick gratifications mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and just to have multiple choices. You know, oh, I'm bored tonight, let me swipe. Yeah. Who is ready? Where's the quality? It works for some again, but I believe for the majority it does not because I am seeing more and more people, single people, really being sad and struggling to find the right partner. So before we did not have that, and I'm not old fashioned person, you know, uh, but I do believe personally that the old times, and I watched a movie actually, I love romance movie from the 80s, and I was watching it, how easy it was for people back then to connect. Which movie was it? Oh, for me, I, it was on Netflix, it was before Christmas. I will look it up and I'll tell you if it's still there. It was like a movie, it was quite sad in the end because she passed away. Love, love story. It was a love story. I it was a love story, was it? With Ryan O'Neill, she got cancer and died. Oh, yes. He sat on a park bench yes, in the snow. Yes, yes, oh my God, love how story. do you know? Yeah, Ryan O'Neill, yeah. exactly. Ali McNeil. She's yes. gorgeous, dark hair. There you she's, go. She's uh, over 80 now. She's yes. still beautiful. Yes. But right now, Neil's 80. Yeah, but these old things, because you yeah, know... That, she got, oh, I yeah, I remember. I, I was watching. I didn't know it was an end, a sad ending. Yes. And I was like, damn you, Netflix. Like, if I knew she would die out of cancer, you know, because I don't... But she bloody dragged her death. Oh my God! Want to just find out at the end? Want to just like two thirds of the movie yeah. dying? I was like freaking depressing. Yeah, it was. It was. But I, I didn't even feel like I think I finished it. But then I was like, you know, moving it forward, the cursor, because I just didn't want to go through this. Uh, Do you know she was married to Steve McQueen? Yeah, Steve McQueen. Ali something. It wasn't Ali McBeal. Ali McBeal was Ali's from the. Program. It's she Ali, had dark it's hair. Ali something. She had dark hair in that yeah, movie. Yeah, it's Ali something. It's something. I, I'll send you a message. Yeah. And she was married to Steve McQueen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I, as I go Stunning. back to the dating, like I just believe that uh, social media doesn't make it easy. You know, before a man, if he sees a high-quality woman, he will make sure that he, she is his. Whereas nowadays, you know, they have so many options. Oh no, wait! I want to see someone is better, and it's difficult. You know, one friend of mine, and it became one of my favorite slogans. 
he said something. He said, women decide whether there will be sex or not. Men decide whether there will be a relationship or not. Wow, <laughs> say yes to sex anytime, right? And that is spot on. Wow. That is spot on. And that's why, you know, you can, you can be wow. the most gorgeous woman if a man doesn't choose you. You won't have a relationship. He wow. has so to it's choose. Tougher, it's tougher for women, I guess. It because can be. Because they want be. a higher notch. Yeah, they? they want to higher notch. But that's the thing. Men say for women it's easier. Women say for men it's easier. Yeah, both cry foul. And also, yeah. yeah. I've both never seen somebody who's actually said it's easy for us. Yeah. I think for women, because if somebody's attractive, men are the hunters. So they a lot more come. Men Whilst, are the hunters. But yeah. if you're not giving them anything to hunt. Wow. Well, you're just picking up the... Men, like to, <laughs> men, men need the dopamine release, right? Men need to feel that, like Conquered, the achiever. Yes, we have exactly. conquered it. And if you get, if you give him everything he wants, just like that, without you know, that's why one night stands don't work, right? Because the man rarely. got what he wanted. It's off he goes. Rarely. Telephone call. I found somebody yeah. else. Thank you so much. Really? Because you already Make given him everything. Yeah. I'm not talking about you know living a life Agreed. in celibacy. But man, just be a little. Use your discernment. Yes. Be smart. Be get smart it. about yes. it. You know, don't give him everything. And if he doesn't want to work for it, then he wasn't in it for something else in the first place. You know, place. it's amazing. In business, it's so easy. I sit in the right, when somebody phones you up, you go to a hairdresser, yeah. okay? You look over the counter and the diary is empty. What's the first thing you're thinking? They're going to be a crap hairdresser. Yeah, right? pretty much. Because pretty they're much. available all the time. Yes. You go to the same hairdresser, <laughs> the diary is fully booked. You think, I, I hope they can squeeze me in. Same atmosphere, but a damn diary dictates whether you want to fit in or not. Yes, true? True. The same thing with life. I said to my salesman, if your diary is empty, somebody phones me and says, let me check my diary as I'm really busy. Yes, and then they smart. Have, they, yeah, then they want you more. Right? Yeah, it's a smart strategy. That's why for women, you know, you have, that's why when I say you need to date multiple men, not sleep with multiple men. Yeah. Date them because you don't get attached to one You have to kiss a few frogs, right, before you meet the prince. A man has don't to have to give him everything. Exactly. And this isn't particularly crucial I'm in the guy, beginning. I'm a guy, I'm saying this, yeah. Yeah, it's nice to have a man who actually says this, because when I was doing posts like this, I had a lot of men, even in a joking case, saying, no, let them chase, let them work. Men became lazy, because women started chasing after guys. And again, it's about energy. If you are a woman that's more in her masculine, there are women naturally more masculine. There's nothing wrong with that. They can chase after a guy that's more in his feminine because he will like that. So this can work. But if you're a full-on feminine woman and yeah, you are oh a masculine man... Can you imagine man, the power in between? Yeah, you, and this man nuclear. is not going to want a woman that he can get to Yeah, There's Yeah, he will take Many of them her. out there, he will but take not the relationship. But not for something more yeah. than what he can get or what he wants to get, you know? So. It's, it goes back to basic human nature, and yes, the times have changed, our dating scene has changed, but our basic human the same. function has remained. You know, um, I, I speak to Dr. John Gray, yeah. and men, he was, I think he was the original men are from Mars, women from Venus, yeah. and he says, look, we're built differently. Why do you expect us to act the same? Exactly. Right? We're built differently. Exactly. That's, that's the But reason. you can be at peace with both and ease at your best, as, as your being. It's the same thing with the book. I, I forgot the author. Why Mar man marry bitches? Yes, I've read it. Yes, it's awesome. And it's yes. not because I mean, what is a bitch? Again, it's 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 a classified uh, term, right? Yeah. And also, uh, why am I not attracted to bitches? There's another one out as well, isn't there? Yeah. Recently. But what are bitches really in their core? They bitches just make people work for it a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. They're but not 
they know their worth, they yeah. know their value. We are not, I'm not talking about their delivery, about their behavior, oh, I will break my nail. This is how we actually usually look at this. No, a bitch is a woman who is in her power. She knows what she wants, she doesn't take no for an answer, and she doesn't accept breadcrumbs from men. That's what men love, but she does it in a loving, feminine way, not in an aggressive, masculine way. Why men who are very much masculine don't like women attacking them, other than feeling shit, of course, it's because when you do this as a woman, you push him into his feminine. He doesn't like being there. Fuck, that's, oh, that's amazing. You know, one thing I don't like being told that I can't be trusted, and I, I'm, trust is the most valuable thing I have. Yeah. I'm the most trustworthy. I hate being told that I can't trust you. You know, and, and I hate that because justification, when it's so against your values. I yeah. mean, how do you know if you can trust someone is trusting them? Just letting it go and see. You have to do, I mean, yeah. what can you do? You can't protect yourself from this if it happens. You know? Absolutely, and if you're so defending, you can never enjoy the process anyway because you're constantly protecting yourself. Exactly, you're constantly protecting, yeah? Yeah, they said, um, most people say, I'm protecting my heart. So how can your heart grow without being hurt, right? That's the thing. You need the darkness in order for the light to shine. Wow. It doesn't go the other way. Like, you need the dark and you need the light. Without the light, you can't see the darkness when it's not there because if the, the light is and gone. And the dark it's used to be celebrated. And dark You said, I'm going through dark times. Celebrate your freaking dark celebrate. times, right? These are the times that will make you grow. It's not the yes. light and the easy times in your life that will make yes. you grow. The yes. Darkness is needed yes. in this world. I swear, when I'm down, I'm in the gym. Yeah. When I'm down, I'm watching what I eat. Yes. When I'm down, I'm five o'clock in the morning here. It's freaking crazy. And when I'm comfortable, I'm relaxed. You know why? Because when you're in the darkness, you're more aware. Your survival instinct kicks yes. in. But you're not put necessarily in a state of fear unless you put yourself there. Yes. But you're put in a state of awareness. Wow. You are more like a hunter who goes out to hunt. He has to be aware of any dangerous animals yeah. around, but he still has to focus on what he's hunting. Yes, yes, yes. It's a similar state you are in when you appreciate the darkness, because it's there whether you want it or not. Do you know what's incredible is that if 30% of your energy is sexual energy, mm -hmm. if people were at ease with it and combine it with the other 70%, how powerful they could be. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? We are not operating out of our power, not even a little bit. And it'll be at ease. It'd be ease, they'd be waltzing through, dancing through life. Dances. Sex has been dogmatized. It has mm. been dogmatized for years, especially, God forbid, women talking about it openly and publicly. You see, I would have thought being in this area, although I know, I know gynecologists who specialize in the O-shot and all this, who are doing amazingly, secretly, yeah, but uh, you're on social media, yeah. and I'd love to, at the end, say how people can connect with you. Yes. Is it the wrong market for you or is it the perfect market to be honest it is a very good market mm -hmm. for me i mean people are saluting my courage to do yes, this here yes. but i think they also underestimate a lot of the openness that is here yes. and i'm not you know putting out vulgar statements or i'm not mm. you know posting naked pictures not even anything but i'm talking about topics that are based on research based may on I beg science you, may i beg you yeah treat some men and get them to get give you um feedback on your site okay like I had sessions with and it, it was amazing I developed this okay. and suddenly the men see you in a different light not a, but you're a business right yeah and you don't want to get approached in the wrong angles so people will understand how you can enhance their lives whether male female or couples just saying yeah I think I, ha I have to from men I have be so amazing because yeah. again if you say I specialize in women why alienate me because I need you 
Well, I started with women first because yeah. I wanted to help women to break free from those insecurities because it's, yes. it's seriously, it's, it's a disease amongst women. Yes. It's this insecurity, this constant yes. doubt of oneself, yes. you know, not being good enough, not being worthy. It's a serious yes. issue. But the more I work on, especially in my niche, which is about sexuality, confidence and all of that, the more men are approaching me and I would love to help men. You know, but that's why even in my social media, I'm throwing out more videos than pictures because I don't want to be just perceived as another wannabe Instagram model, yes. which you are if you're just posting pretty pictures, yes. but I'm bringing actually more videos you know, out. And also, by the way, videos have eight times more attraction than... Yes, they have more attraction. People actually yeah. resonate with you. They pick yes. up on your energy and you get more engagement as opposed to just posing cute, yes. you know, or sexy. Yes. So I actually scroll past your photographs and I watch your videos. That's why, one of my friends, he actually told me, you are so good in what you do, but if you keep posting pictures, people will never even yes. know. So he actually really kicked in. I was like, you're so he right. right. He right. was right, and he's a man. Yeah. He said, what they see is this perfect body, perfect and, you know, yes, exclamation yes. marks. Healthy, they, healthy radiant, fit, they yes. see this woman and they put you straight away into a box. They yeah. don't even read the caption to understand how powerful and how knowledgeable you are yes. and what you do. And he's like, but he has such a point. I love the ones that it's just your face, talking to the camera, educated. I love that. That's it. And yeah. I love this constructive feedback. Yes. He's right. He's like, you're not a freaking doll. You actually know what you're doing. You just have to, to have gifts or God's giving you good hands. You it's have to know what you're doing. Yes. And the more work I do and the more results I provide, the more confident I also become in my work. I wasn't so confident in the beginning because, you know, you go out there to a pool of coaches pool of women who do maybe even similar things, but then nobody does what I do in the way I do it, because yes. it's only one me in this world. And even in the combination that I do it is not there. So I started really owning that, that even if you, if you have 10 other women doing similar things, nobody can do it like you. And, and you that counts it, for uh, everyone. I'm not kissing ass here, but you do it with class. Oh, you don't cheapen it. No, no, you I know, don't If you like did, it. I wouldn't follow, I wouldn't communicate. And you do with class and you educate, which is really important. So it's important that it's And I'm thinking every time I watch it, I'm like, how is she coming out with this more content? And there's so much. We could go on, I could go on five yeah. hours talking to you, asking you questions. Yeah, it's a lot of content, you know, but I like to do it with class first. It's my personality. Yes. But it's also especially, I think, important in this topic to bring it out with class yes. as opposed to, you know, just another woman talking Just about promise this. me you'll do couples and men. I will. I promise. There's lots of pain out there. And I know many, including myself, who need, who need guidance. It. You know, it's just like yeah. a personal trainer. I'll go to the gym, I'll do nine reps. With a, with a personal trainer, I'll do 11. You know, everybody needs guidance. I actually do have a first male client, which is awesome. I'm really happy that I have him. He's the first, and he's a big executive, actually, in mm. based in Abu Dhabi. So it's awesome, you know, um, to have those. And I'm definitely, thank you for this. I'm going to do it. Thank you. Thank you so much. If people want to connect with you, Anita, how, how, can you please tell the camera how they can connect with you? Yes, so you can connect with me on my social media. I have Instagram under Anita, double dash, is it under dash? Under, under dash. Underscore, under dash. Underscore, yes. is it? Underscore. underscore. So Anita underscore Milovats. Anita Milovats. Milovats. M-I-L-O-V-A-T. EVAC, Milo Bass. Mother India Lima Oscar Victor Alpha Charlie. Thank you. And then of course I have Facebook, I have LinkedIn, so most of the social media, TikTok lately, so you can connect. Oh, TikTok now. TikTok. Great. I need to go on TikTok. And my phone's ringing, believe me. Yes. Right. It's probably the RTA guy telling me, did you know we changed our mind? We've got you three fines on your car. <laughs> <laughs> Anita, absolute honor, absolute pleasure. And 
I loved every second of it. Would you come again in a couple of weeks? Oh, definitely. We continue and take this to the next level. I'd love that. Done? Thank you so much, much for having love. me. Namaste. Thank Namaste. you so much. <laughs> Thank you, Yahya, as always. Thank you.